Welcome into A to Z Sports. Prime time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code A2Z Sports, A-T-O-Z Sports, gets you in on all the action in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Promo code A to Z Sports is how you start making money today, and I'll tell you how you can do so in conference championship weekend later. The Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans, the Nashville Predators, and, of course, A to Z Sports Prime Time. Your dream address without the stress is what the Ashton team offers to you at GaryAshton.com. Brimac Mechanical, satisfaction guaranteed, guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Brimac has you covered, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brimac.com. And of course, Two Rivers Ford, the best in Ford's, uh, the best in Ford dealerships is Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. Robbie on Twitter says, last week we were praising Downing for holding it down, for getting us to this point. And you know what, Robbie, you're right. Robbie says that on Twitter where you can send me your comments um, as well, and we'll get to a, a larger discussion about this together. But things have changed for Todd Downing, right? Just as things changed for the Titans offense. And here's what I'll say to you. I do think it was a fair assessment throughout the course of the regular season. And in fact, you guys heard me say this. Many a time to look at Todd Downing and say, to look at Todd Downing and say, you know what? He, for all of the different reasons that Ryan Tannehill deserves a little bit of a pass during the regular season and that Mike Vrabel deserves a little bit of a pass during the regular season, Todd Downing, because of all of the injuries, deserves that same kind of benefit of the doubt. And so that was my approach, basically. Show us in the postseason, once you have your full complement of skill position players, available to you, and all will be forgiven for the limitations that this offense seems to have had. And then, of course, what happened is he had his full complement of skill position players. He had a starting quarterback. He had his offensive line healthy. And they peed down their leg a little bit. Not a little bit, a lot. 16 points in a playoff game is the number one overall seed. You can't have it. And so we'll talk about that tonight. Mike Vrabel, though, holding his end-of-season post-game or end-of-season press conference locker room clean-out day at St. Thomas Sports Park. So our last uh, opportunity to speak with the head coach and the players. We'll talk to Mike Vrabel again, I imagine, during Senior Bowl. By the way, the show, this show and the radio show, I'm going to be live down at the Senior Bowl for all that whole week of practices, and we'll get you some great insights on the college prospects that will be available there. Hint, hint, there's some quarterbacks Uh, that you may want to take a little bit of a harder look at. So with all that being said, Mike Vrabel was asked specifically about his quarterback and more specifically about his offensive coordinator. And the question that I want to ask you to start off the show tonight is this, your Two Rivers Ford take. How much do you trust Mike Vrabel when it comes to coaching hires? Now that says catching producer Reed in my copy, but I trust that producer Reed will be able to correct that in real time, uh, do you trust Mike Vrabel a lot, a little, or not at all when it comes to coaching hires? I'd be curious to know your response in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We will discuss it at length together right after I tell you about the people who present the Two Rivers Ford take. 
which is, of course, Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is the best in the business. Two Rivers Ford has the built-for-you program because they pride themselves on customer satisfaction first and foremost before all else. The built-for-you program accomplishes exactly that when you go through the process at Two Rivers Ford. You can get any Ford vehicle, any color, with any customizable accessories. They'll build it just for you, and once it's done, deliver the car directly to your door. It's one of the many reasons, along with non-commissioned salespeople that put no pressure on you throughout the course of the car buying experience, that make Two Rivers Ford the best in the business. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So how much do you trust Mike Vrabel? Josh Medina on Twitter says, I trust him a lot. LaFleur, Arthur Smith, Dean Pease wanted Ryan Day. I trust him. And that's a good point. People forget about Ryan Day. The, uh, the basically offer that prior to Arthur Smith's hire, Mike Vrabel offered Ryan Day, who's now the head coach at Ohio State, formerly the offensive coordinator at Ohio State under Urban Meyer, he offered him the Titans OC job. Um, and after this was after Matt LaFleur left to become the head coach of the Green Bay Packers. Not a bad track, rec- track record, by the way, that two of your former coordinators are now NFL head coaches. One in Matt LaFleur has won more games than any coach in NFL history in his first three seasons. Yes, he has Aaron Rodgers. It's also still really hard to do. Arthur Smith is tasked with rebuilding rebuilding the Falcons, and we will see how he does with that. But we know that Arthur was a great coordinator here, and it took him some time, mind you. With Dean Pease, you saw uh, Dean Pease is, of course, a football legend. And while there may be some things that Dean Pease isn't necessarily open to adapting to in the modern-day NFL, because I saw he was the butt of many jokes this season with his rants about, you know, coaches coaches basically diagnosing play calls on a computer as opposed to real-life experience and blah, blah, blah. And listen, I I thought there were some valid points from Dean. I thought there were some things that were seemed a little out of touch. But regardless, Dean Pease is a legendary coach and a successful coach across many, many decades in high school, in college, and certainly in the pros. And then there's Shane Bowen, who we'll spend some time on later on in the show because Shane Bowen has had a redemption year, I would say, by any stretch of the imagination. So how much do you trust Mike Vrabel as far as this situation is concerned? Because when talking about Todd Downing today, he's willing to put that to the test. I'm not worried about a hire. What about a fire, says Double J Braun. What about uh, what about Todd? And that's, you know, that's what he's asking. Fire Todd Downing is basically what Double J said on Twitter. And I'm sure many of you feel the same way. Um, Anthony Alvarez says 100% what he thinks is right to win. And I would say to you that Mike Vrabel is not, I mean, he's not perfect, right? None of us are uh, by any stretch of the imagination. But Mike Vrabel has been proven more often than not. In fact, he's got an incredibly successful hit rate at identifying coaching talent. Mike Vrabel understands football next level. Mike Vrabel understands people who can communicate on that same level with him and, more importantly, with the players. With all that being said, Mike Vrabel is in an interesting position because, if you'll recall, Mike Malarkey was fired for a similar circumstance, for loyalty. Now, Todd Downing's offense was more successful than Terry Robisky's, for example, because at that point, 
we were talking about, all right, they're never going to be able to achieve at the level that they would if they stay stuck in this archaic Terry Robisky offense. And Mike Malarkey was very steadfast in telling us in his final press conference after winning a playoff game that he anticipated no coaching changes this upcoming season. And ultimately, it ended up being the straw that broke the camel's back and saw him on the way out. There were other factors in that as well, but that was a big one. Inability and unwillingness to adapt to the situation. And Mike Vrabel was brought in specifically to do that. Now, Mike Vrabel has been a much more successful coach in his first couple of seasons doing this, now four seasons under his belt, than Mike Malarkey really was at any other point in his career. You're talking about AFC Championship game appearances. You're talking about consistent postseason appearances, three and four seasons. You're talking about a number one overall seed and back-to-back divisional winners. Um, I think that Mike Vrabel is worth your trust. Uh, as Hugh Gurr says on Twitter, fire Vrabel and hire O'Brien. Well, you know, you would want that if you're a fan of any of the other AFC South teams, not the Titans, but no, that's not in the card. Even though, by the way, Vrabel is due a contract extension this offseason, so it comes at an interesting time. Rashid says, is it possible that Downing will do a 180 like Bowen did last year if he's still the OC? We'll save that, save that thought process, Rashid, because we'll get to that here in just a second. But right now, the question is do you trust Mike Vrabel a lot, a little, or not at all when it comes to his coaching hiring decisions? That is the question that I'm asking you. But in the meantime, I'll let you hear from Mike Vrabel about Todd Downing today. Is this the season that uh, Todd Downing had for you guys as offensive play caller? Um, I think Todd does a great job. I think he's a great, I think he's a great coach. I think he's a hard worker, you know, and... Um, you know, there were, there's always going to be calls you'd like to have back. There's plays you'd like to have back. Um, but, but I don't evaluate things. Um, you know, I try to try to see how guys communicate with each other, the players. Um, are we all on the same page? Is there, you know, good communication? Um, how do we do on third down? How are we doing in the red zone? And, you know, things have to be better in all three phases each and every year. But, um, you know, I, I, I love the relationship that Todd has with the assistant coaches and the players, and and we'll all continue to improve. So, I mean, that's that's a strong endorsement, would you not say? And it's very reminiscent of the same endorsement that Mike Vrabel gave Shane Bowen a year ago. Orlando Jones wants to know, is there a high-speed chase in the background? It's entirely possible. But what I will say to you is Mike Vrabel believes in Todd Downing. And so what you, what your ex, and here's what your expectation should be, because this is probably going to sound unpleasant, but it's exactly what I told you last year as well. If you recall, Mike Vrabel is going to keep Todd Downing as the offensive coordinator. Mike Vrabel is going to keep Todd Downing in place. Ryan Tannehill is probably, is going to be on this roster next year in some capacity. If you draft a rookie quarterback to come in and push him or learn under him, Maybe that ups the ante a little bit. Competition in NFL locker rooms is always a welcome sight. You either thrive or you do not survive. And in this case, this is very much survival. What I will say to you is this. That is as strong an endorsement as a head coach can give his his coordinator in a situation where he is being looked at with many, many questions about this. And I would say to you, does that change your opinion at all 
about whether you trust Mike Vrabel and his coaching decisions. That's the that's what I'm looking for from you, your Two Rivers Ford take here on a Monday night. What I'll say to you is this. There's differences between the Downing and Bowen situation that we will address in the next segment. But with Mike Vrabel, I do trust him when it comes to his coaching hires. I trust him when it comes to identifying football acumen in others. He's done it with great success. It's a matter of, are you going to have, do you have the patience? And many of you don't. Many of you do not. Do you have the patience to be able to stomach another year with Todd Downing in a window where your team is built to win? That's an interesting question. And I think that from your standpoint, it should be something that you may want to sit and think about for quite some time. Ty Smith says these are political answers, Buck. And, you know, it's entirely possible, right? Mike Vrabel's not going to come out. If Mike Vrabel feels that Todd Downing did not do a sufficient enough job to keep his position at the offensive coordinator, Mike Vrabel is never going to come out in a press conference and say, we are going to fire our offensive coordinator. Todd Downing was terrible in that game. That is how Mike Vrabel, that is exactly how Mike Vrabel would not approach this. So I do not disagree with you, Todd, or Tig, rather, that there will be a decree, a degree of diplomacy in Mike Vrabel's answers. But I would also say to you that I would take that man at his word. And if you are if you are thinking that Mike Vrabel is trying to pull a fast one on you, I would say just look at last year and recall my words. He's not changing coordinators. Bees says he's a student of the game. It's a winning culture now. Todd and 17 will be there in the future. I do think that both of those guys will be in their same positions come September of next season. But we've got a lot of time between now and then to talk about this. Eight months, a little less than eight months to be exact. And it's going to be hyper-focused on. Uh, MB says he keeps coming back to Downing's opening press conference. He kept... He kept coming back and saying, this is the Titans offense. How much of his mark was on this offense? And and this is a good point, right? He would never, we would ask him, what was what would Todd Downing's offense look like um, in, the, uh, in the situation? What would Todd Downing's offense look like? And he would immediately defer every time that we had a press conference with him. This is not Todd Downing's offense. This is the Tennessee Titans offense offense and Todd Downing and and he would I don't think he ever spoke in the third person but basically he recognized that his task was to make this thing work with the pieces that the Titans offense was in that had in place this is the truth Matty Rich 60 says as much as I hate Downing a lot of us thought the same thing about Bowen dude needs to get a version an offensive version of Jim Schwartz At the bare minimum. Now, what I'll say to you about the Jim Schwartz thing is this. I'd be curious to know how much comes into this, right? Because for Mike Vrabel, the Jim Schwartz thing was not his idea. It was something that was suggested to Mike Vrabel. He might consider doing. And Mike Vrabel made the correct decision to bring Jim Schwartz in to make him a part of that staff. Was not his idea, but he did not shoot it down. He, I think, made a correct decision in bringing in a savvy veteran, former head coach and defensive coordinator to be an extra set of eyes on that staff and to basically be a much, much higher level version 
of quality control. A coach in the background. We never spoke to Jim Schwartz at any point this season. But what I will say to you is this. I don't know that Mike Vrabel will make that decision on his own. Because again, that was a decision that was suggested to him. Joshua, I don't know whether it's Joshua or Laura Coleman, because apparently they share a YouTube account. But somebody says, you're playing Madden if you think we can get rid of Tannehill. Just fire Todd Downing. I will tell you that nothing that I just heard from that head coach would indicate to me that Todd Downing is going anywhere. But we can continue to talk about it together right after I tell you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Four teams in the NFL playoffs remain. One of them is not the Titans, but that means only four teams are left for you to bet on at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. You bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if you so desire. That's 56 to 1 odds using the promo code A2Z Sports. All you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code A to Z Sports, and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. You bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team does win. That's promo code A to Z Sports for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 plus, Tennessee only. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. So, with all that being said, I would anticipate Todd Downing coming back next season. And I would operate as if that is going to be the case. You keep your expectations relative. If anything changes, we'll be certain to update you. As we go along, and a lot of these discussions will be had at the Senior Bowl and at the NFL Combine, both of which I will be in attendance at uh, in Mobile, Alabama, and in Indianapolis, Indiana, the next couple of weeks heading into next month. In the next, so what is that? Next week I'll be in Mobile, and the following week, uh, or rather two weeks. No, that's the first week of March. March the Combine. Either way, the next two months I'm going to be on the scene, and I'll make sure. To bring you back good information. By the way, you'll be there with me because we're taking the show with us to Mobile and to Indianapolis, both the primetime show, the radio show. We're going to do podcasts from up there. Greg Cosell is going to be there live and in person, hopefully, provided that the Omicron thing settle down so Greg can come down from uh, the East Coast and we can have a great time together. So we're going to be producing lots of content and providing you lots of valuable information about your football team. Um, Demetrius Con- Conwell says on Facebook Live, the Titans will be back to a laughingstock franchise if Tannehill and Downing are back. Well, uh, then buckle up, Demetrius, and I hope you you are prepared to giggle because at this point, that's going to be your future, at least for the next season. Um, For Jose Benitez, no point in either coming back, complete failure of an offseason. Again, I would say to you that uh, they consider their uh, well, there's 54 point, uh, was it 54.7 million reasons why Ryan Tannehill is coming back. And Todd Downing just got a pretty, uh, a pretty, uh, ringing endorsement from his head coach. So again, I would say to you that this is why you need to understand, you, you need to have relative expectations. I'm not going to gaslight you and say, fire everybody and get rid of the quarterback. It's not going to happen that way. Be aware of what's going on. And just know that when we talked about this on 
Monday, January the 24th, when it rolls around to, you know, training camp in July and August and preseason and things of that nature. And Ryan Tannehill is the quarterback and Todd Downing is the offensive coordinator. Then we can continue to talk about this together because this, as we sit here today, is the reality of your situation. Let's talk about Todd Downing and in the context of 2020 Shane Bowen, because there are some similarities, but there are significant differences that I want to address as well. The question that I want to ask you is this on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, fair or foul, 2021 Todd Downing is 2020 Shane Bowen. Let me know in the comments section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, fair or foul, do you believe Todd Downing this year is in the same position as Shane Bowen next year, or last year, rather. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me know how you feel about the situation, and we will discuss at length together your opinion, fair or foul. And as you do that, I will tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com will get you the Intel edge that only the Ashton team can provide to you. Because the Ashton uh, Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage has the Intel that sets them apart from everybody else in Middle Tennessee. You don't want to be like everybody else who's screwing around with the same information and the same properties. That's not an effective way to search for your dream address without the stress or to sell your home for more in this seller's market. GaryAshton.com is the place that you go to do so. The official real estate agent of the Preds, the Titans, and A to Z Sports Primetime at GaryAshton.com. So, fair or foul, Todd Downing this year is Shane Bowen last year. Uh, For Ramon on Facebook, he says, foul, he is so limited and predictable. Would you not say the same about Shane Bowen last year, Ramon? I'd be curious to know how that differs from your analysis at that point. For uh, For Brent Matlock on Facebook Live, it's also foul. Just ask Raiders fans what they think about Todd Downing. And it's pretty interesting. I did a... uh, it was an interview for Sirius XM radio. It was on Friday night before this game. And we were discussing Todd Downing and the interviewer, for the host for Sirius XM, who was asking me the questions about the Titans was, was saying, you know, as a Raiders fan, he was a Raider. He is a Raiders fan. He was saying he's intimately familiar with the body of work of Todd Downing and how things did not materialize in a way that they needed to for that team back in, I think it was 2015, 2017. It's been uh, quite some time. Zach Lyons of F Words Pod says, foul like a rotten egg smothered in hot garbage. Well, that sounds particularly uh, disgusting. And here's why Zach and anybody else who said foul is correct. Because three factors in this situation. One, for Shane Bowen, the primary issue, as we have determined, was personnel, personnel and communication. Both of those things got resolved when they replaced, what, six starters on the defensive side of the ball. Now, it's entirely possible that there is some kind of offensive overhaul this offseason in the way, in the same way that there was for the defense after 2020. But here's the difference. The personnel on offense was marketed out the gate as star-studded. 
I told you this at the beginning of the season, that the person who would be under the most scrutiny, as has materialized, would be Todd Downing because they were scoring over 30 points per game when Arthur Smith was here last year. They had added Julio Jones to that mix. Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown, Ryan Tannehill, looked as good as he had ever looked in certain spurts and sometimes for Todd Downing that did materialize. But in the biggest spot, in the most important game, with the healthiest complement of skill position players that he had had since the start of the season, Todd Downing fell flat on his face. And again, this is not absolving Ryan Tannehill of fault because I thought Ryan Tannehill was piss poor as well. But I will say to you that if you have a limited quarterback, as the Titans may well have, then you have to. your job is to find ways to hide those limitations as much as humanly possible and to maximize the ability of the quarterback just as Arthur Smith did for Ryan Tannehill in his two years as coordinator here. It is foul for the reason of personnel first and foremost, and because Todd Downing has previous experience as a play caller in ways that Shane Bowen did not. Shane Bowen was a first-time defensive coordinator, and officially in his first capacity, the third difference being, Todd Downing had full control of the Titans' offense this year. Shane Bowen in his first season with Tennessee, we know, did not. And it did create some communication issues. So for those three reasons, the correct answer is foul. Todd Downing this season is different than Shane Bowen was last year. And the hopes for the same kind of a miraculous turnaround, the problem is they weren't all that bad throughout the course of the regular season. They were top 10 in red zone. They were top 10 in third down efficiency. And they were tops in the league in goal-to-go situations. They did not score on their first possessions very often whatsoever. That's a legitimate problem for a football team constructed this way. They were predictable and limited, quote, limited by play design, according to Matt Bowen, in their offensive passing game structure. That cannot happen. Todd Downing is probably going to return. And if he does, if he does in fact do so, And as we sit here on the 24th of January, it is looking like he will do so. He needs to have some kind of a plan to adapt or there are going to be legitimate issues that go much further, that go much deeper than the ones we're talking about right now. You did have a legitimate Super Bowl contender in this football team, and it was botched. It was botched by any stretch of the imagination. They failed, and that window keeps shrinking because Derrick Henry, At the age of 28, and with the kind of wear and tear on his body that a running back, especially that kind of a running back, has, we may see great seasons from Derrick Henry still. But to think that he is going to continue to have this peak of his powers for, you know, something like four or five years is a really, really unrealistic way to look at the running back situation, given the fact that you're trying to maximize the window that you have such a special player on. Uh, for Matty Rich, how does this team back next bounce back next season with a quarterback like Tannehill? Does that locker room still believe in him? I mean, listen, it's going to shake up. It's going to shake anybody up, right? But, uh, you know, tough shit. Figure it out. You know what I'm saying, Matty? Like, that's the business. There's, there's, Mike Vrabel said it after the game. There's going to be 31 teams who are pissed off about their situation after the end of the year. But I'll tell you what. Jimmy Garoppolo is playing in an NFC Championship game. Ryan Tannehill has played in an AFC Championship game. 
there are more limited quarterbacks that have the ability to get into the postseason and make deeper postseason runs if they have competent coaching around them. Jimmy Garoppolo has Kyle Shanahan. Ryan Tannehill has Todd Downing. I don't know that that necessarily equates. Henry Holmes says we should try to get Russell Wilson or Watson. Uh, Both of those, well, one is more ridiculous than the other. The second is completely asinine. And the fact that people would just throw all of that out, throw all of the winning that you've done out to bring in allegedly, and again, allegedly, a a potential sex offender for for several, over, over, over 20 civil suits of sexual misconduct and sexual assault, that you would even think that that is a reasonable solution, even as those charges remain civil right now, and even as the league has not done anything with Deshaun Watson, the idea, Henry, that you would even speak that into existence is laughable and asinine to me. Russell Wilson, um, you know, less so, but uh, the Deshaun Watson situation, uh, that you would sacrifice all of the things that the that the football team has put together to just throw it up to a quarterback who, when last we saw him, when we when he was not embattled in the middle of a uh, sexual assault shit show, won four games. You know who else won four games this year? Davis damn Mills. Henry, don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. Criminal charges may be happening soon, says Puka. Well, we don't know that. I mean, I at least... I haven't I haven't had a uh, an update as of late Puka on this but you know they it's been it's been almost a full calendar year at this point with the Deshaun Watson situation so until until something happens he remains innocent until proven guilty Mike Wash says who cares winning who cares winning at all costs well frankly I think that's disgusting Mike I'm not interested in winning at all costs if it's sacrificing morality and the idea that you would take a quarterback in that again allegedly um, sexually assaulted, uh, preyed upon, allegedly, uh, many, many massage therapists in Houston. If you are somebody who believes in winning at all costs, I have no time for you because I have no interest in that whatsoever. Again, he won four games. So you're not doing much winning with Deshaun Watson if it's just Deshaun Watson that you think makes you a piece away. The the fact that people are that short-sighted about that situation, um, you know, I think is completely ignorant, completely ignorant. Uh, from the standpoint of this, but fair or foul, it is foul to compare 2021 uh, Shane uh, Todd Downing to 2020 Shane Bowen. That is what I would say to you about this particular situation. And when I talked to Harry Douglas about this today on the radio show, you know what? He very much agreed. And this was shocking. What stood out? What one word would you use to describe what you witnessed at Nissan Stadium? Atrocious. Atrocious um, by offensive coordinator Todd Downing and atrocious, very, very atrocious by the quarterback player Ryan Tannehill. I, I don't think I've, I've seen a more disappointing uh, game played by a quarterback in the playoffs in my life that I've been living. I, honestly, I don't. Uh, you, you look at how the game started off, I definitely don't agree with starting off the game with a play-action pass. I mean, just hand the ball off. But that resulted in an interception. He's staring down the receiver. The first drive of the second half resulted in an interception. The last play of the game resulted in an interception. Um, and I just didn't think Ryan Tannehill played uh, a brand of football that gave this 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 team a chance. You, I don't know what more you could ask the defense to do. They sacked the quarterback nine times. 
And not only that, though, the play calling. I didn't agree with a lot of the play calling that happened in that football game as well. So Harry agrees quite uh, quite a bit with you, both on Tannehill and Downing. Again, I think that there is a larger portion of blame that should be shouldered by the offensive coordinator. But again, that quarterback was not good enough by any stretch of the imagination, um, even though both will likely bring back come back this year. Philand says, so would you bring Todd back, Buck? Well, let's talk about that because that's the question that I'm going to ask you guys coming up next. What would be your first order of business for the Tennessee Titans now that the offseason, after the show, it's offseason. We're talking draft. We're talking quarterbacks. We're talking how do you bolster the roster. We're talking salary cap, contract extensions. From tonight forward, it's no longer about that football game, despite how horrific and the lasting ripple effect that that particular football game will have. The question that I'm going to ask you is this. What would be your first order of business as uh, as if you were if you were you know Amy Adams Strunk and you said all right this is the first thing that I want done as owner of the Tennessee Titans boys and girls get it done what would be your first order of business we'll talk about it together right after I tell you about our friends at Bry Mac Mechanical B R Y M A K BryMac.com satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Brimac has you covered. They're the best in the business. Three locations in Tennessee and in Kentucky. Commercial HVAC work. Residential HVAC work. If you need improved air quality, they can do duct work as well. Brimac Mechanical is the place that you should go. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brimac.com. So what would be your first order of business if you were running the Titans this offseason? For uh, for Harold S. Rucker, he says, we will not have this roster again. No, Harold, you, you will literally, I mean, you could literally have this roster again if you wanted to. The cap is going to go up by $25 million. Ryan Tannehill's salary cap hit does go up uh, astronomically, but you can draft a rookie quarterback to come in and push him if you feel like Tannehill isn't the answer that would be financially feasible. Again, $25 million on the cap. Harold Landry would be affordable at that point, even though Harold will cost a fair amount of money. Many players today said that they would well, that they would advocate for Harold Landry coming back. I would say to you, Harold Landry should come back. In fact, that would be my first order of business, would be to pay Harold Landry. Now, let me look up the Spotrac valuation on Harold at this point, because Harold Landry is going to command top-of-the-market money. He had a spectacular year and really uh, has had two good seasons back-to-back as far as pressures are concerned. He's been a consistent, all-around good player for the Tennessee Titans. His market value, according to Spotrac, is $17.1 million on an average annual salary. The market value projected, again, these are just projections, nothing set in stone, We don't have any idea what the market will do until we get there. But right now, four years, $68.4 million with an average annual salary of $17.1 and change. That would be basically at this point the tag for land or the, the, the price point for an extension on Herald. I would say to you, no franchise tag. Players don't want it. It's not beneficial for your salary cap this year. You sign him to an extension. You backload the extension. You make sure that the finances of it are palatable, just as you did with Bud Dupree, 
this offseason, just as you did with Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill in the first couple of years of their deal. Harold Landry should be first and foremost the objective in signing him to a contract extension because the best thing that you do right now is get after the pass rush or get after the passer with four man pressure. And that becomes much more difficult to do without Harold Landry, who is such a spectacular fit in this Titans system. Sign Harold Landry to a contract extension, and a lot of your problems will be taken care of right out the gate. Because I do think that there are worse things than running back a roster that went 12-5 and and won the division for a second consecutive year. I think you could do a lot worse than that. But if you want to shoot yourself in the foot early, you do not give Harold Landry a contract extension. Griff Harris says, do I think Taylor Lewan is back? I'd say, and again, I don't know. Um, I don't know the answer to that right now. I think that there are, from my standpoint, based on age and ability, I think it's more likely that Roger Saffold is out and Taylor Lewan is back um, because they would have at that point Dylan Radens, who they have been ramping up to play guard. They've been trying to figure out um, what kind of an offensive lineman he is exactly. Taylor Lewan has been fine, um, honestly. I thought Taylor Lewan, you know, once he was healthy, I thought that there was uh, there was zero issue. There is money that you can uh, restructure and get uh, a little bo- bit a little bit more of a palatable salary cap hit. But honestly, Lewan is not making that much money um, for a left tackle. Uh, again, he's not he's not uh, Trent Williams, so he's not commanding top of the market tackle money. But he's good enough to play left tackle for you at a high level. Lawan is good enough right now. And the way that he rebounded from the ACL in the second half of the season, I think that Taylor Lawan is more than likely to come back. But we will see how things play out at this point. Uh, DeMarkey Mark says, when is AJ's contract up? AJ Brown is an unrestricted free agent at the end of next season, at the end of 2022. That is what I will say to you about this particular situation. And we will see how the Titans make room for that and for Jeff Simmons, by the way, who they can uh, give the fifth-year option to and who they should give the fifth-year option to, given the fact that that will only call him uh, – that that will only call him about uh, – cost them about $10 million. Uh, Josh Medina says you'd be doing Raiden such a disservice by playing him at guard. I don't – I mean, I don't think so, Josh. I don't know if you've seen practice uh, footage to – indicate otherwise because from what I've seen of Dylan Radens when he played left tackle against the Niners I mean it wasn't great by any stretch of the imagination it was it was passable they got through it but they needed to help him a lot and I think that you could do well in uh, I think that you could do well in in trying to get him to replace Roger Saffold as opposed to Taylor Lewan. I think that the interior offensive line and Nate Davis was not good Nate Davis was not good enough this season just not after having such a really really strong finish to his 2020 year. Raidens could replace Questenberry and Questenberry Questenberry and Ben Jones are both both of their contracts are up. So there will be some uh critical decisions made along the offensive line because I think Ben Jones should come back as well. All right, that's going to do it for us on this Monday night. When next we talk about the Titans, it will be purely uh off-season talk and we will get you ready uh, we will de- de- we will go into the conversation about Ryan Tannehill's future at great length. But for now, at this point, we are uh, 
We are on to the offseason. No more on to Cincinnati. Cincinnati is moving on. You are not. But for now, you can put all this nonsense behind you, and you can move forward into 2022 because you have no choice but to do so. Your football team, they're not playing anymore. All right. It's been fun tonight. Radio show tomorrow. Going to be a great time as well. We'll dive in to the Ryan Tannehill conversation at much greater length. Enjoyed our conversation tonight. Thank you guys, as always, for participating. And we will see you tomorrow night on A to Z Sports Prime Time.